It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You are Locked On Cougars for October 18th, 2018. My name's Jay Katz, your host here on the podcast, your daily podcast covering all things BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where, of course, it's your team every day. Today's show, going to be talking about an unwitting assist that the University of Utah may have lended to the BYU football program. That'll be talked about here in a moment. Second segment of the show, we'll talk about some comments that Jeff Grimes made yesterday on the Zone Sports Network about his offense and his new starting quarterback in Zach Wilson. Some good thoughts there we'll get to. And then in the final segment of the show, we'll be talking about some of the quick hits teams in action uh, earlier this week as well as teams in action tonight and on through the weekend. That'll be coming up in quick hits. Once again, thanks for downloading the show. We can be found everywhere you find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, Stitcher Radio, Spotify. Tell your smart speaker to play the podcast and you can find it. Thanks so much for downloading us. It's fun to bring this show to you each and every day. All right, well, let's talk about it. An assist that the University of Utah unwittingly, is the way I like to say it, um, may have lended to BYU comes in the form of a transfer from the University of Utah. News broke late last night. I was in the midst of watching the Utah Jazz beat the Sacramento Kings. And by the way, uh, David Locke's work on Locked on Jazz, kind of the genesis for this whole network, is not to be missed. So check out Locked on Jazz. Good stuff. The postcasts are one of my favorite things that he does. Short recaps after each game. I've tried to kind of model what um, he does on his postcast with my game recaps for BYU. Okay, that now that I've made that PSA... 
We'll, we'll talk here for a moment about what the University of Utah, the news that broke last night, uh, UteZone.com, part of the 24-7 Sports Network. Great guys over there, Dan Sorensen and Steve Bartle, I believe, were the two guys that were most involved on this, breaking the news that Utah freshman quarterback Jack Tuttle is transferring from the University of Utah after just six games. He was a true freshman quarterback from Mission Hills High School, which actually was the alma mater of both Fred and Troy Warner on the BYU football program. Uh, Tuttle enrolled early at Utah, a four-star prospect, went to the Elite 11 camps, uh, participated in the Elite 11 finals, had been getting a lot of hype um, from media, fans, and wondered, okay, what's going on here? Because during the spring... He didn't really uh, list as he wasn't listed as the backup coming out of spring ball, as he enrolled early at the University of Utah, and then during fall camp, Jason Shelley, uh, redshirt freshman, if I'm not mistaken, from Texas, supplanted him as the backup to Tyler Huntley for the University of Utah. Six games later, uh, Tuttle has not played. He's not appeared in a game in a Utah uniform. We've seen him on the sidelines wearing a yellow kind of jersey to, to signal in calls but he has decided he is going to transfer granted this is not an official um, deal that he has announced on Twitter. Uh, the university hasn't officially acknowledged it either. But multiple reports now, including Kurt Cragthor from the Salt Lake Tribune, the great University of U- beat writer, Utah beat writer there, Dirk Facer from the Deseret News, and like I said, the guys who broke it, Steve Bartle and Dan Sorensen, who deserve a big-time shout-out for their work on this, breaking this story. Multiple reports out there that Jack Tuttle is leaving Utah. He's got a number of schools uh, that apparently that interest him. West Virginia, Alabama, just to name a couple of the ones I saw on the list. I believe also, um, let's just put it this way. He could consider pretty much any school at this point. And with the new rules where the transfer database is concerned that it went into effect earlier this week. We talked about it on one of last week's shows, I believe it was last Friday. He can. His name's going to go in this transfer database because he's now informed the University of Utah he wants to transfer if this is truly the case. And any coach in college football now can contact Jack Tuttle to gauge his interest in joining their program. Now, to get to the assist that it lended to BYU, because we are covering the BYU Cougars here, and I know me talking about University of Utah might drive listenership down, and I don't mean to, but the assist that was lended is in the form of Zach Wilson. BYU's freshman quarterback who started his first game last Saturday against the University of Hawaii is the son of Mike Wilson, who was an all-conference player up at the University of Utah. Mike Wilson renowned Utah fan has been engrossed as a Utah fan after graduating from there, playing there, etc. The family bleeds red, so to say, during the recruiting process when Zach Wilson decided to decommit from Boise State. BYU came after him strong. Um, I, I can report, and I and a lot, there's a lot of stories out there about this, that Zach Wilson was a Utah guy, and if Utah had offered him a scholarship, he probably would likely be on the University of Utah campus right now playing quarterback. Didn't matter that he didn't need to be promised that he was going to start or anything like that. He was a Utah guy. His family is a Utah family. The fact of the matter is, is that the reports were, and I can tell you this is is true, is that Kyle Whittingham 
uh, and the University of Utah staff promised Jack Tuttle he was going to be the lone quarterback they were going to recruit in last year's recruiting class. Tuttle said, if you hold to that, I will hold to my commitment with you guys and sign with the University of Utah. Therefore, they would not accept, uh, well, they couldn't offer or accept a commitment from Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson then committed to Boise State. Kalani Satake decided to fire Ty Detmer, um, who had targeted some other quarterbacks, most notably his nephew, Zadik Dinkelman, who was a commit at the time to BYU. In the aftermath of Ty Detmer getting fired, Kalani Satake and Jeff Grimes targeted Zach Wilson and began recruiting him aggressively. He decides that he'd like to play closer to home. He decommits from Boise State. He entertained, um, inf- I guess offers would be correct in terms of schools like Iowa State, etc. So he was getting some significant Power 5 interest after decommitting from Boise State. Ultimately decides that he wants to stay close to home and commits to BYU. Uh, There's a story that his family, extended family, who are Utah fans, came over to his house when he ultimately decided to be a Cougar. They were donning BYU gear, sang the BYU fight song, and told him, hey, it's football, you're our family, we're going to support you. He ultimately ends up as a BYU Cougar, and now, all these months later, Zach Wilson is now starting at BYU. Jack Tuttle has decided that he is transferring from the University of Utah, so there is the assist in in a roundabout fashion of what the University of Utah has done for BYU. I know that there is concern that Zach Wilson and his family being a Utah family, does he transfer Here's why I don't think so. Granted, you can't ever rule it out completely. It would make for a massive story. It would make for all kinds of storylines if he were to do something like that. But here's why I don't think it happens. One, Zach Wilson. He is the starting quarterback at BYU. He has earned the job. He took it away from a senior in Tanner Mangum. Two, if he were to transfer, yeah, you can transfer and you you can do it now. You have the freedom to do that as a student athlete now in the NCAA, but you still have to sit out that year. The year in residency rule is what they call it. He would have to sit out the 2019 season at Utah before technically being able to play once again at Utah. I don't see a guy who just earned a starting job in Provo for a Division One football team Won his first game, had a good performance, deciding, you know what? After seven games down here in Provo, I'm going to go to my childhood favorite team, sit out another year, not play, and have no guarantee of starting once I am eligible at that school. Zach Wilson's going to be a BYU Cougar for the foreseeable future. I'm wishing him the best of luck. I am interested to see how the rest of the saga with the Jack Tuttle scenario plays out at Utah. But... Big time tip of the cap should be going from BYU fans to the, to the University of Utah, Jack Tuttle and everybody else involved that gave BYU Zach Wilson because the early returns, one game in, look pretty promising for Zach Wilson. All right, there's kind of my thoughts. Uh, first segment of the show there. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. It's a blast to bring it to you guys. Um, if you are interested in sponsoring the show and you're looking for a new way to reach customers, your company could be mentioned right now as our featured sponsor on Locked On. 
Neon Cougars. Podcast listeners are 60% more likely to interact with sponsors they hear on the podcast they frequent. Our demographic is 98% male with more education and earning more than traditional media audiences. Have your company sponsor this podcast, the Locked On Cougars podcast. I'd love to work with you and represent your company. Email me at LockedOnBYU.com for more information. I'd be happy to speak with you more about it. We'll have more for you in a moment. Some comments from Jeff Grimes, the offensive coordinator for BYU starting quarterback Zach Wilson. That's coming up next right here on Locked on Cougars. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Welcome back to Locked on Cougars. I'm Jay Catch, your host here on the podcast. Just talked a little bit about Zach Wilson and the, uh, the assist that the University of Utah uh, helped BYU in terms of getting him to Provo. Now we're going to hear from the offensive coordinator at BYU, Jeff Grimes. He was on with David James and Patrick Kinahan on the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, 97.5 FM, 1280 AM. Those of you who are new to the show, uh, a little bit about my background. I am a producer for DJ and PK in the morning with The Zone. Love what I do. Love bringing this podcast to you. And it's nice that I can meld my two worlds, I guess, together and bring you high-quality content. Getting back to the point, Jeff Grimes is on with DJ and PK in the morning. Talked a lot bit about Zach Wilson, obviously. Get his thoughts on why they made the move to Zach Wilson ahead of the Hawaii game. And we'll get to some of these sound clips. We'll start off first off. Uh, anybody that's listened to DJ and PK in the morning knows that PK likes to have some fun. And I love him for it because it keeps the show fresh and entertaining. Uh, your... Your opinion may may differ, but that's just how I kind of see it. He had a great question to Jeff Grimes about faith and BYU's uh, reputation as a faith-based university and what level of faith it took for Jeff Grimes to make the call to start Zach Wilson. BYU obviously is a faith-based institution. When you guys made that change at quarterback, how much was it faith that he would play well as opposed to really believing that he would play well? I think we all knew that Zach would play well. I didn't think he would be too nervous or that he would falter under the big stage. With me, it was a little bit more that he would be a little bit too hyped up and maybe play a little bit less calm and poised than he could. But overall, we were ready for and I believed that he would do really well. There you go. Jeff Grimes saying, yeah, it, it took it took a little bit, but he said it didn't really take faith to do it. it wasn't a, they went out on a limb. They wanted to win games, and they felt like they felt like Zach Wilson gave them the best opportunity to win games. And that's the name of the game. These guys need to keep their jobs. They're paid to make these hard decisions. And I can't blame them for that. Then DJ followed that comment up by asking based on the performance of Zach Wilson against Hawaii, if Jeff thought that making the move to Zach Wilson came a week too late in terms of the Utah State game. 
Well, I think you can always look at things and, and say maybe we could have done this or that, but you really don't know that, and it really doesn't do you any good to look back and say that. So, you know, Tanner played uh, pretty well against Washington the previous week, and, you know, I just I don't think there could have been uh, a better scenario for Zach than to come in when he did, and um, I think it was just right. There you go. And I would have a hard time disagreeing. I felt like um, Tanner did perform relatively well, all things considered, at Washington. He kept BYU in that game for however long they were actually in the game, and I thought he performed relatively well, and they felt like they were going to give him one more opportunity. I really feel like the Utah State loss... To a degree, I'm, this is not. I'm not trying to absolve it from BYU because definitely it should have been a chance for them to go out and prove themselves after getting manhandled at Washington. But I do feel like that loss lingered. I felt like them getting pummeled like they did up there in Seattle lingered into the Utah State game. Some lingering self doubt, etc. I think affected this team. I think they paid the price. I'm not taking anything away from Utah State, hopefully, in your mind, because Utah State is a legitimately good program. In my opinion, I would say they're the favorite to win the Mountain West Mountain Division and go to the Mountain West Conference Championship game. Still a long ways to be decided. They'll face Boise State at the end of the year, I think, to decide that division title. But Utah State is legitimately good. But I do feel like the loss against Washington carried over to Utah State. Uh, carrying on with some of these comments from Jeff Grimes yesterday on the Zone Sports Network. And if you want to listen to this full interview in its entirety, go to 1280thezone.com. You can find it there. Go to the DJ and PK show page or just go to BYU and you'll find it. Uh, Jeff Grimes, during a question that DJ asked about making the move to Zach Wilson, had a good analogy that related it to a point guard on the basketball team. You hear that the first part, and then he relates how the progression of Zach Wilson led the coaching staff to being comfortable making the move when they did. The bottom line, it's like if you have a point guard on a basketball team and the basketball team, the ball's just not moving enough and you're not making enough points and the offense isn't operating well enough, you probably got to make a change, I guess. And so that that was part of it. And then Zach's continued maturation and his showing us on a weekly basis that he was ready. I'll give you a simple example. Every Thursday practice that we had practiced, Previous to two weeks ago, he had fumbled at least one snap in practice, you know, just getting used to a lot of the shifts and motions and ball handling that we do and being able to do some of the simple things consistently well was something that he wasn't necessarily ready for earlier in the season. But he continued to work and get better and showed us that he was ready for the moment. There you go, Jeff Grimes. He was fumbling snaps up until two weeks ago. I can tell you from my hashtag sources in Provo that Zach Wilson definitely had moments during practices where he looked very much like a freshman. Could that come back in a game to haunt BYU at some point down the stretch this season? Absolutely. I could see that. He's a freshman. He's 18 years old. He's taking his first snaps in a Division I football game. He played high school football a year ago. He's going to have freshman moments. He looked great against Hawaii, but we all know Hawaii's defense is pretty awful. 
going to be a lot more interesting. This Northern Illinois game next week, the Huskies have quite the defense, and we'll see how they, how it shakes out. But it's going to be a step up in competition, absolutely. But the progression there that should be the that should be the thing that BYU fans you listening to listening to that should take away is he learns from his mistakes. He's getting better. He's making progressions. He knows what he does wrong. He doesn't make the same mistake twice, if at all possible. So that's the good news when it comes to Zach Wilson. A uh, couple more comments here before we take a break. A comment uh, from PK. PK asked the question during the course of this interview about how much of the offense was installed for Wilson ahead of the Hawaii game. And I thought Jeff Grimes gave a very enlightening answer here. Well, there are certain things I think that he's a little bit more suited to. And so you, you saw that. Um, but there's still a lot of the things that, that we had done the first six games of the season that we will continue to do. I think it just gives us a little bit more options with a guy that can make a few more plays with his feet and a guy that operates maybe a little bit more comfortably in the gun than under center and presents him as a running option, but we're still running a lot of the same plays. There you go, Jeff Grimes. They feel like he offers more options to this offense. They're going to run a lot of the base stuff, the fly sweep motions, the hard-nosed running style, the downhill running. That's going nowhere. That's going to be BYU's bread and butter. No matter how long Jeff Grimes, Kalani Satake are at BYU, their MO with this current regime is going to be a tough-nosed, hard-nosed football team that's going to run the ball on you. But they do like the versatility that a guy like Zach Wilson brings with his ability to be a run threat. And I think also, I think if that extends also to his ability to extend plays in the passing game. You saw that touchdown pass he threw to Dallin Holker against Hawaii. He was scrambling. He kept his head up right before he crossed the line of scrimmage. He slings it, and Dallin Holker comes up with a touchdown catch. That's stuff that they want to see from Zach Wilson, and I can't blame them one bit. All right, last comment here. Of course, uh, the question was asked when you guys made the move to Zach Wilson how did Tanner Mangum take the news and here was Jeff Grimes response it was really hard it was um and you know I I just I told him how much I respected him and um how the just what I told what I told you guys just a minute ago I said you know this uh our, our offensive performance is not what it needs to be and that's the bottom line and I said it's certainly not all your fault but we feel like we need to make a change in order to uh, do the best thing for our team. And ultimately, that's, that's what we're going to do. And I said, I believe you'll handle it well, uh, but it'll say a lot about your character in terms of the way that you handle it. And, uh, and he's been unbelievable in terms of his attitude and um, his willingness to help Zach in preparation and just be a positive influence in, in the quarterback room and on our offense. Really, really pleased and proud of him. There you go, Jeff Grimes. Some very enlightening comments about Tanner Mangum, how he expected him to take the news. Acknowledged that it was a hard it was a hard thing, and that's a hard conversation to have. You bring this young man in who is risked life and limb, has been through a major injury at the end of last season, has worked his way back, and you have to tell him. Tanner, here's the deal. We feel like it's time for us to move on. We feel like Zach Wilson gives us a better option. And you can't expect him to take it perfectly in stride, but I feel like Tanner Mangum is handling it well. We talked about on Tuesday's podcast the comments that Tanner made to Yogi Roth on his on Yogi Roth's podcast, the Life Without Limits podcast. And 
I think that Tanner will take this in stride. And also he has to realize that he is one play away from being right back out on that field. Zach Wilson takes a hit, uh, tweaks his knee. I'm a San Francisco 49ers fan. Jimmy Garoppolo kind of stupidly decided I want to get some extra yards, tears his ACL, and he's done for the year. Tanner Mangum is one play away from having to re-enter a game to help his teammates out. He'll stay engaged, I believe. I think he'll be ready for it. But I do like what Jeff Grimes has to say about what Zach Wilson offers to BYU at this point. You can tell that he is upbeat about this young man and is looking forward to the future. All right, we will take a break here. We'll come back, talk a little bit more about some of the things going on in Provo, get you caught up on a basketball commitment that came in yesterday. I'm excited because it's got a personal connection for me. Uh, okay, personal connection. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll debate that next. We'll talk about it. Real quick before we do that, though, do need to tell you guys about two of our sponsors for today's show. The first of which is Sling TV. It gives you all of the TV you want and none of the unnecessary channels you don't. $30 a month gets you ESPN, Pac-12, SEC Network, and more. So you can watch all the college football and the BYU Cougars in particular each and every game they play. You can stream it, of course, on your big screen and all your favorite devices. Sling TV is here to give you what you need to watch the games you're missing. No useless channels are on Sling TV. You pick what you want. No long-term contracts. There's no hidden fees. It's all up front, and you can cancel at any time. Sling TV gives you the live TV you love, only better. And if you're not sure about the option to cut the cord as they say you can go get a free trial by checking out sling tv go to locked on podcast listeners can go to sling.com slash locked on get a free seven-day trial that's s-l-i-n-g.com slash locked on check it out guys sling tv might be the option for you also today's show brought to you by vivid seats vivid seats is an online ticket event marketplace that wants to give you experiences that'll last you a lifetime by getting you to the live events you want to go to you can see your favorite teams say BYU against Northern Illinois next week the Utah Jazz opening up their season home opener tomorrow night at Vivint Smart Home Arena you want to get to those games Vivid Seats can do that for you they also can get you to all the concerts and theater performances you want to see they offer great prices and an easy purchasing experience you can use the promo code locked on listeners to this podcast can receive $20 off orders of $200 or more if they are a first-time customer of Vivid Seats. What you need to do, go to the App Store or Google Play, download the Vivid Seats app, scroll through, check it out, and if you enter the promo code locked on when you make that first order as a new customer of Vivid Seats, you receive that $20 off your order of $200 or more. Of course, all Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed up by a 100% guarantee, guys. Save some money, get out to those live events you're missing, check it out, Vivid Seats, using the promo code locked on. All right, more in a moment, quick hits. This is Locked Locked on Cougars. Final segment of Locked on Cougars right now. Thank you so much for downloading the show today and always. Appreciate you guys' continued support. Please continue to download. If you haven't subscribed, rated, or reviewed the show on your various podcatchers, please do so. Please take some time to do that. 
I know it doesn't take a lot of time and it seems like a little bit of an annoyance, but it really does help us out. Thanks again for taking the time. Wrapping up the show today with some quick hits, some news on the basketball front, where the West Coast Conference, their media days are taking place in Las Vegas, actually as we speak for the men's team. Uh, Yesterday, the women's team was picked to finish third in the WCC. They received one first place vote. Gonzaga is the preseason pick to win it with seven first place votes. Two Cougars from the women's team are on preseason teams in the WCC with Brenna Chase and Sarah Hampson. Uh, the women's basketball team going to be young this year, but there's a lot of talent and a big foreign influence. I believe six foreign-born players on this team. So best of luck to Jeff Judkins and his team this season. And then fresh is this morning's headlines coming out this morning. The the men's um, WCC preseason awards are out, and BYU uh, big man Yoli Childs was named to the All-WCC preseason team. Makes sense. He's a great player. He's one of the five best in the league easily. Going to have, a, I think, I think he's poised to have another big year. If he can show off the ability to make outside shots, particularly the three-pointer, could really unlock things for the Cougars. Uh, Yoli Childs and his teammates, they received one first-place vote in the preseason poll. They finished with 67 points, one point behind St. Mary's. In the polls, Gonzaga, of course, as you would expect, was picked to finish first. And then St. Mary's, number two, BYU, one point behind uh, to finish, picked third. San Francisco and San Diego picked to finish fourth and fifth. The rest of the poll rounded out Pacific, Loyola Marymount, Pepperdine, Santa Clara, and Portland. So, big year ahead for BYU basketball. The Cougar tip-off tomorrow night. I believe the women's team, yes, the women's team is having their blue and white scrimmage at the Marriott Center tonight. If you want to go out and support the women's team. Men's team will be on the court tomorrow night. Always a fun night with the Cougar tip-off. So congratulations to Dave Rose and his team on the picks there. Also, some other news coming out that BYU basketball picked up a commitment in the form of 6'11 forward-slash-center prospect Chinese national Shengja Li has committed to BYU. He currently plays for Santa Margarita Catholic High School down there in Rancho Santa Margarita, California. That that's in Orange County, uh, Disneyland, Anaheim. A lot of you have been there, probably familiar with it. He's a six foot eleven uh, center slash forward prospect kid that came to the United States as a foreign exchange student. Uh, the connection between BYU and this, there's actually two. Um, he is from Shanghai, China, and well, Shanghai, um, and. Well, if you know where Jimmer Fredette's playing, he's playing for the Shanghai Sharks, the team owned by Yao Ming. Uh, Lee acknowledged that, yes, there he knows who Jimmer is. He called him the man in a uh, article posted by VanquishTheFoe.com. Hat tip to Robbie McCombs. I believe he's the only one who has spoken with uh, Mr. Lee so far. So hats off to the Vanquish the Foe guys and Robbie McCombs. Uh, but he's acknowledged that he knows Jimmer Fredette and who he is, etc. He says, he, quote, he is big time in Shanghai. Six foot eleven kid. Also, the connection between him is that there's a former BYU assistant, Jeff Reinert, who was an assistant in the 1990s at BYU, is now the high school head coach down there at Santa Margarita Catholic High School. So he's got a little connection that way as well. Um, I served an LDS mission or a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. 
I corrected myself. Don't get on me for using LDS. Uh, I served a mission in Taiwan, so I speak Mandarin Chinese. I'm hoping to catch up with um, Shengja and talk to him a little bit. Maybe we'll record it in Chinese, let, let you guys hear that. No, we won't do that. None of you would understand unless you do speak Mandarin. And if that's if that's the case, please reach out to me. I love practicing Chinese, but hoping to catch up with this young man. I had some fun on Twitter last night saying that my media career, I knew my two years in studying Chinese in Taiwan would pay off, and here's my chance. We'll see. If I get a hold of Shengja, hopefully we'll have him on the show, get his thoughts on committing to play for BYU. But congratulations to him on his commitment. Uh, Some size. And we've talked about BYU's basketball's lack of size could be a big help to BYU when he shows up on campus. And there's still time before he ultimately signs, but it looks like he's locked in with the Cougars. All right. Finally, before we go, guys, want to update you on where you can catch other BYU teams in action uh, tonight. I mentioned already the women's basketball team with their blue and white scrimmage 6 30 mountain time at the marriott center get out and support the teams there the women's soccer team is on the road tonight in stockton california taking on the pacific tigers that will kick off at 8 p.m mountain time game will be broadcast on byu radio uh, if you want to listen to that game And then the number one ranked women's volleyball team in action at home tonight, hosting Loyola Marymount at the Smith Fieldhouse. Game is set for 7 p.m. Mountain Time. We'll be broadcast live on BYU TV. If you can't get out to the Smith Fieldhouse, which I'd encourage you to do so because the women's volleyball team exciting exciting times with that program all right thanks again for downloading the show today brought to you as like i mentioned by sling tv and also vivid seats if you are interested in sponsoring the show being the featured sponsor one of the featured sponsors on this podcast please reach out to me locked on byu at gmail.com would be honored and privileged to work with you and represent your business interests uh tomorrow's show i mentioned earlier in the week i failed to mention this earlier in the show but i apologize jeff hansen from Cougar Sports Insider, part of the 24-7 Sports Network, scheduled to join me to talk some BYU football recruiting. Excited for that, so stay tuned for that. You recruit Knicks out there. Should be a lot of fun. Thanks again for downloading the show. Of course, you can always find us on all of your podcast platforms, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and also on your smart speakers. Thanks again for downloading us. We'll be back tomorrow. This has been Locked on Cougars for October 18th, 2018. tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket so don't wait find locked on college basketball on youtube or wherever you get your podcasts part of the locked on podcast network your team every day